Julia, our first session here on Full Time. Wonderful to have you all with us. So, first of all, I want to apologise for my croaky voice. It's been, um, well, it's not been too good, uh, certainly over the last week or so. However, it's been able to struggle on today, here for you, just here on Full Time. I want to send a shout out, of course, going out to our sponsors, Race Greg Motors. They are down there on Grey Street. We welcome, first of all, Mr. Ra Walker. What in the bro? Yeah, good morning, Captain Keezy. Good morning, boys. Good morning, listeners. And hey, look, don't downplay your voice. It sounds better than ever. I mean, you know, your voice is synonymous with full sure. time. So I must say, bro, get better because there's a lot of sick people out there. Mm. Before I forget and we get to the other boys, uh, don't forget daylight saving starts tonight. So there you go. Well, tomorrow morning. Yes, indeed. Also joining us from up there in Pairo, we have with us Reno Wilkinson. What in the bro? Yeah, morena, morena, Keithy. Um, hope all gets well with you, my bro. And uh, hey, good to be back on full time another Saturday, and another month just about gone, bro. Daylight savings. We'll be smelling the barbecues. I'll come around your place have a few <laughs> Indian and barbecue with you, Keithy. Keithy. Absolutely. Also joining us from over there, over in Australia somewhere, we have with us our man JT Jason Tafifirangi. Morena, bro. Well, maybe he's not joining us. JT's going to walk about. <laughs> maybe he's not joining us. Perhaps he'll come join us a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you hear the background noise. No, good morning, boys, and uh, it's a somewhat subdued good morning this morning. Uh, given what's about to unfold over the show and uh, the news you can break yourself, Keithy, but uh, yeah, more than a coco. Okay, well, why not get straight into it and tell people that this will be the last full time, certainly um, uh, with me. Uh, as I've uh, since resigned, my last day will be tomorrow. We've still got our podcast, so we've got all our full-time goodness that will be coming through to you. Uh, you can go onto our full-time Facebook page. We're also on iTunes, which will stay there for quite some time. CastBox, uh, what else are we on? Spotify, our last few uh, episodes have been on Spotify. So full-time will still pretty much continue on in that particular vein. But just without the fool. Yes, without one of the fools. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be less it'll be less fool around here, I suppose. <laughs> That's what I would say. As one of the originators of uh, full time Mr. Al Walker, isn't that what you would say too? Well, it takes the owl out of fool there, Keithy. <laughs> uh, you know, you being the owl, so uh yeah, no, nah, a bit of a Bit of a sad uh, sort of occasion, I suppose you could say. I mean, it's been a it's been a tremendous journey and and a long ride, and it's, it's not over yet. But uh, you know, just giving you the heads up that uh, you know the show wouldn't be uh, the success <laughs> it is without your uh, your valuable input as, Jeez, as captain. Thanks. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right about that. Anyway, um, let's get back into the sport. Eh? Uh, first off. Um, Thames Valley there, Reno. Uh, uh, what, what's their game today? Yeah, big game, mate. Uh, they're down in Ashburton. The boys flew out yesterday, uh, taking on Mid-Canterbury this afternoon, 2.30 kickoff. Uh, Mid-Canterbury haven't been going too good, um, but, you know, they won't take them any lightly. They had a good win last Saturday, part of the main against White at Upper Bush. Got to say, man, the uh, green and red all turned up. I was at the game, and they had a huge support uh, travel on through as well. Actually, much one of the biggest supports I've seen for a long time uh, with the Heartland team mm-hmm. coming in to take on the Valley. Defending champs, there's a whole bunch of uh, teams around. It's only like one point in it and amongst a whole bunch of people playing for second, third and fourth and uh, building up to the semis. But yeah, we'll get underway this afternoon, mid-Canterbury and uh, we'll have South Canterbury at home next week in Pidal and then we'll see what happens there with the semi-finals. But yeah, the boys are going all good, mate. Right, our team, Poverty Bay, of course, they go up against Horofenua, Kapiti, um down there in uh, Waikanae uh, today. Now, yesterday, of course, um, I mean, sorry, last week, we our Poverty Bay boys, they actually went and defeated the mid-Canary team that have showed up to uh, Thames Valley. Uh, hey, bro, so we're looking forward to that Hortofunda uh, Carpeti game down there in, um, uh, down, down south there, eh, uh, Ra? 
Oh, we are, Keithy, and I'd tell you, look, Woolly Weka's boys, uh, they're on a bit of a roll at the moment, and uh, hopefully the Reds can notch up a, another victory against Hurofenua, but uh, it's always uh, quite a challenge playing away from home, but, uh, you know, they've got enough strike players in the side to actually pull off a, a, a win, another victory, and a good one. We've seen how they sort of uh, play as a unit. When they're focused on getting the job done, it's like shut-the-gate material, but, you know, um, in saying that, you never underestimate your sure. opposition, no matter where they are on the ladder, and um, when they're always playing at home, it's usually kind of a, a different uh, kettle of fish. So, no, it should make for for an interesting match. But uh, no, my money's on our on our boys. Be an interesting one against Mid Canterbury, uh, four teams Valley A, um, uh, Reno. Uh, to be honest, Poverty Bay uh, absolutely toes them up um, in their game here um, last weekend, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was good to watch some of that. I watched a fair bit of main freight uh, grassroots uh, heartland rugby as well. It's just good to see everyone getting out there, and you know, good to see that on the old Sky TV. But yeah, poverty Bay looked like they kind of hidden their straps at the uh, right time, and uh, you know, wish them all the best. Valley boys, uh, yeah, they're doing a tough defending champs. They've been there or thereabouts against your boys uh, first up, and just lost at the end there. Yeah, oh, close games, uh, and that's what this uh, tournament's kind of showed so far. There are some of those unions who have been dominant but now have struggled. Uh, Whanganui, one of those, obviously. North Otago, right at the top there. Uh, they'll be up there as a finalist, no doubt, yeah. I would guess. But anything is possible, as the uh, Valley Boys set did last year. Uh, achieved the unachievable, as some would say, against some of the top guns and beat them and uh, brought home the Meads Cup. So, yeah, Heartland Rugby pretty well in there, but we'll see what the Valley Boys can do today. I mean, the Valley Boys, though, like you said, they're at least up there at the top four at the moment, yeah. uh, aren't they? Yeah. Which is always a good position to be in. Oh, totally. A good close competition when you see points like that. So it may come down, come down to maybe bonus points. Uh, last week's game, wide up a Bush got their penalty right on full time, and they got them the one point, which Valley didn't need to let go. But that's just the nature of the game, mate, yeah. and just get out there and go hard. Now, uh, JT, your favourite rugby team, East Coast, they go up against West Coast, who are at the top of the table um, today. That, that game up in uh, Ruatoria there, bro? Yeah, it's all about um, breaking the duck this, or the, mm-hmm. ending the winning streak, losing streak this year for East Coast. Five years, nearly six years without a win. So hopefully uh, the boys, under the guidance of Troy Putter and, and Wayne Ingersoll, can get them across the line. It'll be a good crowd here at Whakarua Park. I'd uh, love to see myself and cheer the boys on. But West Coast is a league, league area, so come on, Coasties, give it to them. <laughs> and just also, um, the legendary um, Ron Tamatia, of course, Poverty Bay's legendary Ron Tamatia, his son will be playing in that game, actually for West Coast. Kahu Tamatia, he's playing for West Coast in that particular game. Apparently, he's been playing his club rugby over in um, West Coast during the season, and uh, obviously, um, well, is good enough to play um, first-class rugby, and uh, he plays his 100th first-class game um, up there, in Ruatoria. So um, that's also going to be something special and for uh, Kahu to kind of do something, well, at least kind of come back home to do that, AJT. Absolutely. Of course, Ron, one of the um, stalwarts of club rugby, I'm pretty sure he played almost until he was 50 for, for YMP in the local competition here in Gisborne, but yeah, big thanks to Kahu. Played his 100th game and if I was to play 100 games for someone, who want to be a quick one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> True enough, and I tell you what I think. Now I'm I'm not sure. I I can't say I saw him uh, Ron play this season, but I'm pretty certain he was playing last season. I mean, he might have even been playing this season. So, you know, I mean, just an absolute stalwart, Ron. Yeah, Ra. Oh, look, Ronnie's a legend, and, uh, you know, I, I could be wrong, but I think he's made a few record books. But uh, good to see the Kazi uh, Kahu coming back home, and no doubt a lot of the Fano will be heading up to that match to, to show their support uh, for, for West Coast. And as JT said, it, it is a very, uh, to, to a very strong uh, rugby league area down, down the South Island there. But, um, no, it's the clash of the coasts, and, uh, you know, the red and whites versus the blue and white. So, uh, a lot of the Farno and, and the East Coast team, they're uh, no doubt going to be sort of, uh, you know, gunning for for Kahu, as we do when you know there's a local local boy that comes home. It'd be like JT if he if he, if he represented Australia, which he never will, and he came back to play us, we'd sort of be marking him uh, left, right, and centre. But um, that's just the nature of the beast, and uh, you know, good luck to, to both teams. But I, I hope 
I hope the coast can sort of uh, strike up a, another victory. We need them to, to get a few more wins under their belt. Well, they need to. Well, they need to get a win under their belt. Actually, I mean, hey, um, uh, you know, they still need, and this is one of the top teams in the competition at the moment. They still need to. Um, you know, they got. A, it's a long road ahead of them. Uh, certainly, what do you reckon, Aira? Yeah, it will be, and uh, you know, it's, it's it's one of those sort of uh, it's one of those things. Uh, you, you take every weekend as it comes, and uh, you know, it's it's not mathematics. Uh, the more you win, uh, the closer up the table you are, and vice versa. So, um, you know, a lot of these games uh, have still got a lot of meaning for for a lot of these teams in, in the Heartland competition. So, uh, and and look, they're really they're really full on matches to watch too. So hopefully they get a good crowd up there. The way the weather conditions are, I, I think they will. Mm. And it's been in you know rugby world cup sort of uh, time. Uh, you know rugby sort of pretty much hot at the moment. So uh, get out there and, and show your support for uh, for whichever team. Well, certainly get a good crowd up there. That's for sure. But what about the rugby world cup? How's things been going in the rugby world cup there, eh, Reno? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Just seemed to be marred, um, obviously, with a lot of cards. Uh, it's what it is, and we talked about this uh, earlier in the pieces up prior to the tournament. Uh, some of the cards are going to see the uh, demise of some of the teams, and obviously, yeah, one of those midweek was, um, well, we didn't see this coming. We thought the Fijians are going to beat the Wallabies yeah. in the opening round, but uh, Uruguay, Uruguay, <laughs> uh, emotions at the end by the captain, and a 30-27 to 27 win, so yeah. here's one of the highlights uh, of recent. Uh, for their nation and mate to knock that over the Fijians and um, there was a lot of talk around the Bulla Bulla boys but you can't take it away. I've been some close games, uh, some pretty good games. I haven't watched a hell of a lot obviously because of uh, you know why it was sparking everything like that and I don't want to get into that little hooey in that debacle. But um, yeah mate, I'll catch up on Wednesday I think and uh, watch your blacks in Canada. Yeah, true. Uh, having said that, you know for Fiji it was going to be pretty tough Having just come off playing the uh, the Aussies, and then you know less than a week, within just a few days, they were having to prepare for a, another team. And Uruguay, obviously, um, you know, they're, they're not a team to be sniffed at, are they, Reno? No, no, exactly right. And this is uh, any team could think things could happen. Look, we talked the Canadians; are they're not a bad rugby True. team, but they got hammered mm. by the Italians, forty-eight-seven. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Uh, England, yeah, not too flash. Uh, a lot of cards in that game against yes. the Americans. Um, America is always going to uh, struggle with the game, but England wasn't the best performance. They got a few injuries. Uh, obviously, today the Argentinians need to redeem themselves after they lost to France. Uh, the Pumas should win that, uh, but they'll get hammered around with the Tongans today. Japan, host nation against Ireland. You pretty well know that result, but Japan can uh, knock over any big fish that's shown previously in other tournaments. And also, uh, talking about the team they knocked over, South Africa will take on Namibia. Mm. Uh, the Africans should get the bonus on that game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it, it was an interesting game, USA and England. Boy, it was pre- pretty fiery, um, that game, well, from what, from the highlights that I've seen, eh? Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, uh, the Yanks uh, throw everything into it. They come to play with passion and, you know, even... Uh, not that often we'll get behind the Yanks, but, you know, we want them to knock over the Poms, and they've got a few uh, concerns going on in their team as well. Things haven't been going too flash for Eddie Jones. Good scratch in the tournament, but it's only poor playing. Uh, they should get through to the quarters, like some of the big nations seem to be folding out as it does, and we'll see what happens. Uh, if it does work out mathematically, it will look like um, South Africa might have the hard haul here, especially up against Ireland. It's looking like they could take on Ireland in the quarters. For us, uh, we'll take on Scotland if it works out that way. But it's early days yet, mate. We've got a few more weeks before we can talk uh, quarterfinals. Right. Have you been watching much of the uh, World Cup of late, bro? Uh, about as much as, as you know, m- most people have been given, you know, the, the issues and controversy around Sparks sort yeah. of uh, commitment. But the games I have seen have been quite uh, quite intriguing and, and to be expected from, you know, World Cup competition. But, uh, you know, one of the upsets was, of course, that uh, Uruguay game. And yeah. uh, to use your pun, Keith, which I should pay you royalties uh, <laughs> for it, uh, they carved it up uh, Fiji. And uh, so much so that if you know much about soccer, uh, apparently it's Uruguay's national game, but one of their great players who I know less about, but I have heard his name, is Luis Suarez or something. 
they actually wrote a headline praising up uh, their, their, their national rugby team for their, that win against Fiji. So, you know, it's like uh, most codes, it transcends um, sporting differences. And, uh, you know, it's always good to see that. And, and good for rugby when you do get um, countries where, where, where the, you know, it's not their traditional national sport um, do well. It just promotes uh, the game itself within that nation. So, no good on uh, Uruguay, but uh, not to be for some of the other lesser-known countries. They're still a long road uh, ahead of them. I always maintain the fact that if the, the USA, the Eagles, had more uh, African-American uh, gridiron players in there, they'd be more competitive. In fact, they'd be pretty damn good, I reckon, but um, that's that's another story altogether. But uh, no, um, we're waiting for our, our one with the ABs up against the Canadians, and uh, as I made mention on social social media, I think that's going to be a cricket score. I feel sorry for the for the Canadians, the Mooses or whatever they're called. Uh, I think they're going to be in, on the end of a black backlash. Okay. Argentina, Tonga, uh, Reno, um, <laughs> that's going to be an interesting game. Of course, Argentina, uh, oh boy, they they had a real epic match um, in their last game, uh, didn't they, uh, bro? Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, the Tongans are going to throw everything at them. I would, I wouldn't, I'll be surprised if we don't see a yellow or a red card in their game. Argentina need to win, win big, uh, get that bonus point to uh, get themselves comfortable in their pool at the moment. Uh, they know they should have mostly beaten France. They played yeah. good throughout the year during the Super sure. Rugby International Series. So a lot to lose for the Argentinians, for the Pumas, but they should get home over the Tongans. Mm. And that Japan-Ireland match, boy, can can we see one of the biggest upsets of game, bro? What do you reckon? Yeah, it could do, mate. Anything's on the cards with these games. I suppose, in hindsight, uh, it would be great for the host nation and the Mino team as such. But uh, Ireland, one of the favourites to uh, take out this tournament, it will be tough. Um, but, hey, they can play when they want to play. And hey, it comes down to two teams on the paddock. Who True. wants to win? Who would have thought Uruguay would have beaten Fiji? You know, another Mino team. So, yeah, anything's possible at this uh, tournament. What do you reckon, Ra? Japan, can they? Yeah, well, uh, you know, of all teams that the the, the Japanese uh, could beat is, is Ireland. You know, if they can sneak up on them like they did against the Springboks uh, a few years back, uh, you know, they're they're very very uh, capable of uh, of doing the unexpected. Uh, if, it was, if it was like up against the All Blacks, I wouldn't throw their chances. But um, as much and as good and as at the top Ireland were at one stage on the IRB uh, table, uh, I think the Japanese can sort of sneak up on them. Um, but it has to be, you know, one of those. Uh, upset days and uh, look anything's possible that's why we probably watch the game is just to see if that uh, does eventuate but um, on paper the Irish should sort of walk away uh, with that match but uh, yeah watch the space Namibia pretty much you can say they're done so they go up against South Africa around tomorrow night too eh what do you reckon Ra? Yeah, well, it clashed with a couple of African nations there. Um, I think the first and, and second teams from the African continent. And it should be a, a one-way affair game uh, for the box against the Namibians. But, you know, one thing I'd like to see these um, these, these less-known nations do is at least try and put up a fight is, is easier said than done. But, uh, you know, it, it's good for the game, not not for, for them to be written off. And, uh, you know, who knows? By some freak miracle, they, they may actually sort of sneak in wins, as we saw Japan do against um, the the Springboks, I think. So, um, another watch the space, but on paper again, it should be a calculated victory to uh, the South Africans. Can you think so of that, that? That'll be one of the biggest upsets of the tournament. Yeah. That will be it. Yes. Namibia so. knocking over the Africans, their own oh. fellow nation, and everything like that. Imagine that, eh? Well, I think they'll win the World Cup. We know it's not <laughs> going to happen, but hey, Japan has proved it. Um, yeah, it should be one way traffic, but man, yeah, there we go. Oh, Namibia. South Africa, though. <laughs> I mean, if they were to be upset by Namibia, that would be even worse than last um, the last World Cup where Japan upset them, which yeah, was... Yeah, they'll be on the plane flying home. Oh, they'll no. They'll be buggered. <laughs> they'll be like, this is embarrassing. That would, oh, well, I mean, it was had to have been pretty embarrassing when they got beaten by Japan. I mean, yeah. uh, that, which was, you know, one of the most epic games I can remember, eh, Ra? I mean... Yeah, it was just an unbelievable game to hear yeah. that Japan beat um, 
South Africa. And not just that, too, Aira. We had one of our own Gizzy boys in that team, one of the board who brought his um, brothers from uh, out of Campion. So, oh, we did, and, and you know, we sort of claimed uh, them as, as our own. But you kind of got to put it into context with the two nations, Japan and Namibia. The amount of money that the Japs sort of uh, pay for a lot of their players true. in their competitions true. is way more than what the Namibians make uh, in, yes. in a week or in a year. So, uh, you know, there, there is sort of uh, those finance, finance, financial comparisons um, where the Japs have a ton load of money and they had the competition over there, which a lot of foreign players were involved in, including a lot of Kiwis, whereas Namibia, they're like the real backyard, backstreet sort of boys with uh, only probably uh, $500 to their to their name. So uh, it would be good if minnows like that do uh, upset, uh, you know, the wealthier uh, rugby nations like uh, like the Springboks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very, very hugely, hugely unlikely. Oh, you fellas are talking cucker. <laughs> Full time, bro. That's what we call it. Full time. Um, anyway, now, one of the other things that has been coming up, obviously, and this has come up over last uh, over the week, I guess, I, I suppose it built up from Saturday, of course, when the, uh, last Saturday, I should say, when the uh, All Blacks took on um, South Africa for their game. And, of course, we're talking about the haka. It's come in light, as it usually does. You know, um, I think after every hiatus, about three years later, um, the fact that the uh, All Blacks do the haka, and it's at a disadvantage for um, the opposition. What are your thoughts, first of all, Ra? Oh, look, it's, it's, it's the age-old, uh, what do you call it, uh, you know, kick, put the boot in from a lot of these nations who just can't stand, uh, you know, the All Blacks winning all the mm. time and they have to sort of pinpoint something. And uh, the hacker again, for like the millionth time, uh, is brought to uh, the, the international yes. media's attention. Look, uh, you know, uh, as I've made, said on social media, I mean, you know, the fact that the ABs are not a bad team didn't sort of come into the uh, equation. Uh, the hacker's just a challenge, the ritual. Yeah. And, uh, you know, going on that, I think that Irish uh, media guy who sort of brought it up again, um, going on his analogy, um, if rituals at the start of a game sort of added to a team's uh, winning ways, well, it didn't work for Fiji when they did the Sibuto against Uruguay. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was sort of the other way around. So um, that's what they are, and a lot of people know that. They're just challenges. Pre- pre-match rituals, uh, you know, you focus on the team itself and, and how they do. Uh, you don't even go on about England and, and say, like, Namibia, the mismatch in, the, in, in money. England, you know, multi-million dollar players on their side. Uh, where money sort of uh, should guarantee a victory against any side that compete to Namibia, as I said before, probably has, only has $500. You don't hear those sort of uh, that sort of talk because it's not as interesting as sort of blaming, you know, a ritual sort of uh, pre-match performance. But what do you reckon, Reno? Yeah, that Irish bloody rider can go get stuffed. I agree. Yeah. You know, totally. Uh, we've, been doing for so many, we've been doing haka for so many years with our game. Yep. He, can go, he knows where he can bloody go. Um, he's just focusing and he wants his nation team to win. That's all it is. He's going to try any angle he can to kind of upset us, which may filter down to the team. And ain't going to upset the team. The hucker is what it is. It's part of our game. And so many other sporting codes and individuals uh, do use it these days. And it's not just in sports. So uh, It's mm. a lot of areas now. So he, not, he knows where he can go where the sun don't shine. So it ain't going to work. And uh, I hope we get to play bloody island, do a meanest hucker. Kapa or Pongo, it seems to be the dominant one for us as an all-black team. When we do that one, 99% of the time, we come away with the result. But yeah, bugger him. I remember. Now, uh, I, I, I remember a couple of times. I remember one time when um, the all-blacks had a test in Australia. And the Australians, instead of, you know, coming up to face Tucker, which is, you know, what they can do, you can do whatever you want. When, when, when a team or somebody... Um, does a haka to you? You don't. You you're not permitted or obliged to stand there. You can do what, anything that you want to do. The Aussies decided that they'll continue practicing, and they did. They continued practicing, and that's how they uh, took on board the haka. The thing is, in that game, the Aussies got absolutely smashed, and from well, there on, they decided, hmm, you know, it might not be a might might actually be a good thing to actually just go up in front of the haka and try and you know. Uh, try and um, contain the the emotions and feelings because boy, once that once that game kicked off, they absolutely got it. That also happened. I remember in France. I'm not exactly sure where it was. I think it was near Bordeaux or something, 
where um where the All Blacks were not allowed at all to have the haka done in the stadium. So the All Blacks instead they were in the changing sheds before the game kicked off. They were doing the haka in there, and then when they came out, boy, um, let's just say the French got absolutely smashed. And from there they decided, um, maybe we shouldn't do that anymore. So you know. Other countries out there can take the haka in any way, shape or form that they want to. But just watch out when the consequences come, especially when it comes to the All Blacks. Because if you want your team to get absolutely smashed, just respect the haka. That's what I reckon, eh, bro? What do you reckon, Reno? Oh, mate, totally agree with you 100% on what you just said there as well. You know, I remember back in the day, Norm Hewitt. Mm. And the palms come mm. right up into his face. Yes. That this Irish uh, publisher should maybe have a cordial norm. <laughs> see what his thoughts are on that. Yep. But, mate, it is what it is, and uh, it's just part of our tradition in any games. Look, you go into the league code. I remember Big Nelson uh, yes. in one of the World Cup games, and they come right up into his face. It's the start of the passion. It's part of our tradition with our rugby games. So you've got to accept it or not. And if you don't, well, like you say, suffer the consequences and get smashed. Yep, I remember. And and JT might remember this too. Uh, you probably do as well, um, G, uh, uh, Reno. When um, Willie Mason, it appeared as if he was disrespecting the haka, you know, because he was yelling something. At, we, we, you know, we didn't know what he was doing, but during the haka that the um, uh, the Kiwis were doing, um, he was yelling something that, you know, nobody knew what he was yelling. But... Boy, I remember his first smash. He he got the ball, he got the run up, and he got absolutely smashed. I think it was from um, David Kidwell, wasn't it, uh, Reno? Yeah, yeah, it was. I remember that. And I know JT remembers that as well. So hey, it's it's just part of it. Look, the All Blacks currently at the stage in Japan. They respected the culture side of things with the cover up of yes. their uh, tamoko or tattoos, True. and uh, that's part of our culture as well. So doesn't matter who the hell you are, and if you don't want to. Uh, be part of that. Oh, well, the stuff of the consequences, eh, I reckon. Absolutely. But, yeah, Absolutely. No, I know what you're saying, mate. I totally know what you're saying. And, yeah. But, oh, well. Have you been following um, this hacker thing yourself there, um, JT? Oh, I've just been asleep for the last 20 minutes, boys, and listened to talk about rugby. Nah, it, it, it is what it is. I think the Irish, I did some research, is um, part of the, what do they call it, loyalists or the unionists, which is aligned to the British side of things, so... I saw a lot of rubbish on Facebook regarding slamming the Irish as a culture, but I can tell you now that this guy, this guy was a Protestant, so he was more aligned to the British uh, side of things. So don't slam the Irish, they're beautiful people. And Based on that analogy, the Kiwis should win every game they play, but they don't, because they're bloody hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> True enough. True enough. Anyway, with that said, we're going to go to a break. We'll be back with more full time right after this. On behalf of the full-timers, I would just like to say big thanks to Joachim Currid, who brings us our music intro. Check him out on joachimcurrid.com. He's also on YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Spotify, Instagram, and follow him on Facebook. Another big thanks goes out to Silent Partner, who brings us our outro. Check out their music on YouTube. And also thanks must go to the Polish Ambassador for the backing music for this promo. Check out the Polish Ambassador on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Beatport, Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, thepolishambassador.com. You're listening to a podcast produced by Turangi FM, number one iwi radio station in Aotearoa. We play each full-time session on Turangi FM, Saturday mornings at 10am. You can listen in live on our Turangi FM media page. Just click the main Turangi FM logo to tune in online. Or if you're in the Gisborne area, we're on the radio frequencies... 91.7, 95.7 and 98.1 Also check out the full-time Facebook page where you can listen to the podcast again. Make comments and click links that will lead you to other ways to listen to the podcast such as Spreaker, iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Podchaser and Tumblr. Right, 
Let's get back to the Fools on Full Time. our second part here on uh, full time want to send another shout out going out to our uh, sponsors of course race Craig motors they are down there on race street also want to say a big thank you to all our uh, loyal listeners who uh, have been tuning in been wonderful to have you uh, along with us here on our final hurrah i dare say of full time anyway uh tell you what uh, huge game last night, AJT. Bro, huge game. Um, Souths and Canberra. What a game, eh? JT. He's going to walk about again. Indeed he is. He's living the Australian dream over there, eh? <laughs> Somebody wake up, JT. One of those kids over there. Wait, wait, wait. Wake yeah. him up. Oh, well. One of those crocodiles there, Bark at JT. <laughs> Tell him he's on the clock. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, Reno, huge game yesterday, eh? Yeah, massive game, mate. Uh, actually, one of the highlights uh, of the NRL games that I've seen all season. Uh, this is what it comes down to, P1, preliminary one, and put yourself into the uh, big dance. And that's what the Raiders did last night over the uh, much-favoured uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs in front of a very, very vocal Raiders crowd. you got two uh, big coaches uh, going head-to-head and made the plays, uh, didn't fail to deliver some of the hits, some of the biggest you've seen. Josh Papali on uh, Dewey. Uh, man, there was some big confrontational stuff in the game. and That's what we love about the league. No holes barred. Uh, the tries are spectacular. The hits are even better. But just the passion of each individual player. Some of them just give it their all. You know, some of them been knocked. Some of the legs are a bit dangly there. When you take a look at the number nine for the uh, Raiders, he just carried on, saved a certain try. It's right on the edge, fringe stuff. And this is what you love about the finals. And good on the Raiders. You know, when you think all those years gone by, haven't done a final. In and a while. Ricky, uh, he'd be emotional, mate, because uh, yep. he's never shy to uh, voice his concern if something doesn't go his way with the um, uh, with the game and the rest and everything like that. When it comes to the media conference, he's cost the club a lot of money. But this time it's all about celebrations and some of these young stars. A lot of Kiwi boys out there as well, uh, stepping up to the mark for the Raiders. Great for the Green Machine. Yeah, it is great for the Green Machine uh, indeed, isn't it, JT? Hello. Hello. Great to have you back. Yeah, sorry, I had a bit of a suggestion. The road walk, I talk about water, I'm going to put this link. Um, <laughs> yeah, good time of the year. Quest is semi-final, as, as Reno said. So, look... Um, a lot at stake. Raiders haven't made a grand final since 1994. So in that time, of course, the Warriors have made two. Haven't won one, but yeah, Josh Hodgson, I think uh, a bit of controversy there. Probably should have come off for an HIA, but uh, he didn't. Had it been a normal game during the year, they probably would have rushed him off, but just shows even doctors can be brought out. But uh, yeah, mate, crack a game, but I've just got to say, I think it was a bit clunky in the second half. And I think whoever wins tonight will take out the trophy next year, uh, next week, rather. Storm Roosters. Hopefully it's a storm, but... Uh, yeah, very parochial crowd down there at uh, GIO, Bruce Stadium. Mm. And, uh, yeah, mate, the cracker game, like I said, in the first half, it just sort of tended to lose its way, but in the second half, um, obviously, fatigue came in. There's a lot of defence in that yep. one. Yeah. But, yeah, big up to Canberra and um, hard luck. Yeah, roll on tonight. Yeah, it certainly was was a huge crowd there, wasn't there, um, Reno? Just an absolutely huge crowd. Oh, massive, massive crowd, you know, and uh, that's what it is. It's uh, the biggest crowd they've had, I think, uh, in many years in regards to the final. You know, Cody Walker tried everything he could at number six. Reynolds uh, didn't have the flashes game. Damien Cook wasn't that great. Uh, they knocked around old Sam Burgess for a little bit there as well. And then, of course, the old um, Raiders just replied and went hard out. And Josh Papali, mate, you try and stop that machine right close to the... Um, Try line, but now on report, obviously, with that big hit and one of the biggest you'll see going around in the final side of things. Clock's dead, could have caused the up, could have lost it for them when he did that strip. But you got to give it, got to give it to uh, all the players here and the uh, Raiders deserve to be in the final. And I don't know if many people actually realize uh, mid competition that this green machine would make it to the final. Mm. It might have been the uh, black sheep to get there, but well, they're in the big dance. Look forward to next Sunday night. I can't wait. No, I thought it was great indeed, and uh, tell you what, um, 
uh, it's wonderful to see, you know, the green machine back in uh, in, in that sort of mould, uh, isn't it? What do you reckon, JT? Yeah, yeah, as long-suffering fans at Canberra Raiders, they were a successful club back in the uh, late 80s and the early 90s, down with the likes of Meninga and co, and unfortunately had a bit of a lull since that 94 premiership and haven't really sort of figured anywhere near the grand final, a couple of pre- uh, preliminary finals in recent times, but apart from that, they've just been making up the numbers, so a very uh, staunch band of fans uh, will we'll, um, you know, paint ANZ Stadium uh, lime green next Sunday, and whether it'll be purple or red, white and blue against them next week it, it awaits us tonight, but yeah, definitely, mate, the, the Canberra Raiders uh, I, I sort of said earlier in the year that they'd struggle, they haven't got the front row rotation that others have. They've only got Papali and Sia Soyola, which is he's a former back, uh, with Dinamis Louie off the bench. So, but those that back row there's Elliot Whitehead, John Bateman, and even uh, young uh, Joseph Tarpany last night on a couple of decent shots. They've really led the way for that forward pack. And Josh Papali has just been in career best form the last sort of month or two, and yeah, he was unstoppable last night. He was for mine the man of the match. and if he, if he gets suspended for that, that's a joke, mate. He deserves to play in the grand final. If you get rubbed out for that, well, the game's gone soft. Come on, going to play tiddlywinks. Yeah, absolutely. Should be a good game um, tomorrow, though, Wade. We'll start off with you, um, Reno. What do you reckon, bro? I mean, tonight, the game yeah, tonight? Yeah, yeah, this could go anyway, mate. Um, this year, the season gone by, it's been an interesting one with the uh, Raiders in Storm scenario at the Storm do win tonight. Um I don't know, a hell of a game, um, mate. I, I I I love to see the storm there. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to see the storm there. Um, and bring on a uh, final where you know the Raiders and the Storm be something different. No one would have predicted that throughout the season. Let alone predict the uh, Raiders will be in the final. But yeah, I think the Storm might. Oh God, I don't know. This is going to be a hell of a game. It's going to be a hell of a game. It's yeah, going to be a hell of a fact. game. Yep. Whoever wins tonight. Uh, well, I think we can say that uh, whoever wins tonight will thoroughly deserve to go through to the final. What do you reckon, JT? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the it's the grand final a week early. I mean, he's uh, expert. Mm. This was supposed to be the last game of the year, but unfortunately, uh, Camera got in the way of that one. But it is what it is. And yeah, look, man, I can't wait. Long. I've got a feeling that whoever wins tonight, everyone will be jumping on the Canberra right, uh, Raiders yep. bandwagon. I agree. You know, many people like the Storm, and even less like the Roosters in Sydney. So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the classic hero villain scenario next week's grand final either way. So look, I'm obviously Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Um, entrenched. So hopefully they can get across the line. A couple of uh, outs for both teams. Uh, Jake Friend, the inspirational hooker and captain, has been ruled out. Uh, and for for us, Suliasi Vanavali, the Fiji winger, isn't playing. But that's okay. They'll slot Will Chambers onto the wing. And there's a little bit, little bit of doubt about Luke Carey. Uh, he's wearing a moon boot at training the other day, so unsure whether or not he'll play. And of course, uh, the country bro from Rotorua, Jared Wadia Hargraves, has been ruled out for a leg trip. So their win percentage, interestingly enough, drops from about 60 to 40 percent when he's not playing. So hopefully we can capitalise on that and get the win tonight. But it's going to be a tough one. The SCG Melbourne have never walked as a team, uh, and the Roosters, I think they've only dropped one game there this year. So it's going to be a cracker, probably uh, the same intensity as last night's match. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Ra, what do you reckon about tonight's game? I mean, it's going to be an absolute cracker. Roosters against the Storm, bro. Yeah, well, I've got to be honest, uh, Kishi, uh, in terms of uh, NRL support, I've only ever really kind of gotten behind three teams, uh, Brisbane, uh, the Warriors and Melbourne. Uh, the Warriors, for obvious reasons, being our you know, Kiwi side in, in Melbourne, in Brisbane because of their style of play, it's just you know it's attractive football and it's winning football, and um, and uh, if I'm being honest, I, I, I suppose the, the Raiders, uh, you know, deep down they're, they're the team I've always sort of they're probably my true team because uh, you know as J, I was talking with JT a little while back about uh, Aboriginal names and I think uh, Canberra is an Aboriginal name, but they've even had some good teams from way back in, in Mal yeah. Mingus days. But um, for the game tonight, uh, definitely. The Storm, I think they're going to go all the way. They're, they're just a class act, Kiwi. They're about as successful a footy team as the All Blacks are. And, uh, you know, funnily enough, as I said about my teams, they're all non-New South Wales sides. They've got a bit of a New South Wales bias, I think. It will be. I mean, uh, no matter which team goes into the final, the Raiders will certainly have that um, uh, underdogs tag to go along with them. Uh, yeah. AJT. 
Oh, absolutely, and they'll have the groundswell of support from the neutrals as well. I think, you know, like I said, not a lot of people like the storm, and not a lot of people like the roosters. So either way, they're going to be the bad, bad, bad guys next week. Um, next week's decider, and the Canberra Raiders, you know, everyone's looking for a fairy tale for them. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and as a storm supporter, something we're not, we, you know, something we're used to. No one, we know that no one likes us. We, we don't care. We don't like <laughs> you either. So, you know, it'll be good if we get in because there'll be, a, there'll be no. Just on the back of what Raul Walker said, there'll be no Sydney things in the final if we get yes. in, which would be awesome. So. True. Yeah, look, big, big game tonight, and I'm certainly looking forward to it. I want to edge of my seat as we speak. And, mm. uh, wait, but, uh, you know, get it over and done off and get forward to the, to the big dance next week. Looking forward to it, absolutely. Um, what do you reckon? Big, huge um, tag, obviously, going to the Canberra Raiders there, um, uh, Reno? Yeah, yeah, mate, this will be a fairy tale for uh, Ricky and that team. When you take a look at the two teams uh, going head-to-head tonight, there are some strike power, star power, state of origin power, kangaroo power. The names alone are massive names uh, that'll be on the paddock tonight. And you take a look at the Raiders, some of them have been stalwarts of the club for many years, and it's how they can uh, maybe uh, achieve what uh, some of the great names that, of course, uh, people reflect on the club back in the 80s and the 90s, all those massive names we've touched on during the shows. But it'll be a big one tonight. It's going to be a big game. Uh, and then bring it on. The week building up to it, I can already see it. All the Viking fans, the green, everything. Yep. Mate, it's going to be green machine. Don't you are. It's going to be unbelievable. It's, and there's going to be some massive build-up to it, especially yep. with that history and some of those names that are iconic names uh, behind the uh, Raiders fan franchise in many yep. years. But Storm, Roosters, tonight, yeah, it's going to be a big game. I can't wait. I wish it could bloody good happen now. <laughs> Like last night's wait. game, I said before the show, I said, man, that's got more highlights in it than any of the Rugby World Cup games for me. Had everything yep. to hit. Yeah. You know, if it was in the World Cup, mate, they were gone half their bloody team would have been red-carded off. Yeah. And but it was... Just the, just the playing style, the intensity, had everything. Oh. Everything. Everything that made me stay up until bloody midnight. I'm tired now, but yep. it was well worth it. It's one of the great things about um, sport... I suppose, is uh, being able to, you know, watch. I mean, you get the good with the bad, don't you, eh, Reno? But yeah. when it's good, oh, it is just so good, isn't it, bro? Oh, mate, that was a sublime game, everything. Uh, oh, yeah, I loved it right across. They just never gave up both teams. Defence, key yes. word for the Canberra success now. Defence and down to uh, 12 players. Yeah. held in there, you know, and you got the Englishman in there, Bateman. Uh, yeah. You got a guy playing a fullback who had ten minutes in the bin. Former warrior, dare I say that? Look what he's doing now. He's in the big dance. Yeah. This young kid who's had an amazing career, had a, had a rough upbringing, everything like that, and got a big family as well. And his father was there last night. Our clock said, and yeah, he's in the final. So uh, stick that up yourselves, the Warriors. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> I always knew this kid was a talent. Yeah. Should have kept him, but I'm glad he has left. And I said that during the piece when he left, and I found out that. This kid's going to be a star. Watch it. Yep. He could be. Uh, he won't, I don't think he'll get the fullback of the year. Yep. He'll be uh, Tedesco. Yeah. But uh, this kid's right up there now. I, and think, I know I agree. Of us, the Sheik has pulled himself out of any international games. Uh, this could be the uh, fullback or uh, Watney or Dallin. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. He's going to be in the black jersey mold, I'd say. Yeah. What do you reckon there, um, JT? Um, sorry about. About what Tam Reno was just saying about this young kid, fullback. Clocksy. Yeah, he was solid last night, and obviously he couldn't play fullback at the Warriors, so he's made the right decision, both you know personally and, and career-wise. Um, there's a vacancy at Canberra. They shifted Whiteman from fullback to five eight, and it's worked out a treat. And yeah, so what do you call a Warrior playing in September? You call him Chance Little Clockstead. That's what you call him. Um, <laughs> Mate, and yeah, good luck to him. Uh, obviously, if the Roosters lose tonight, then I'll be jumping across to the green machine bad with myself. But if, uh, if if my team gets in, then yeah, I hope he has a good game. But I hope he gets the silver silver medal next week. Should be. It's going to be a great game tonight. I mean, boy, was it was a really good game um, today. Uh, I was just thinking, some you know, because JT, you were talking about the names, and two of the uh, well, three actually, three of the big names, three of the big names that I can think of that came out of the Raiders. It were Kiwis. Um, obviously, Brent Todd, um, Quinton Pongia, and um, Ruben Wiki. I'm not sure if I'm missing out anyone. Now, what do you reckon? Am I? Yeah, big Johnny Lomax is in there as yes, well. Sorry. Mate. How could I forget? Yes. 
Unfortunately, I was got suspended from that 1994 grand final a week before and, and missed out on playing on the grand final day. But Which brings me to another story. Paul Osborne, who was a replacement, was getting ready to board a plane to England. He signed to play Super League. Right. And they said, no, no, you are back, mate. You've got to come back. So he, he ran on, set up the first try, scored another one, and set up another one, and the first half of the game was over. So Paul Osborne should have been on his way to England, got right. to play in the grand final, and was quite in, in, um uh, it was quite a determining factor in who won that one. Another story about that was Luke DeVico, who'd been on the drink the night before. Yeah. And was, look, someone's gone crook in the warm-up, you've got to go get changed, and he was still hung over. So <laughs> he, he too got a uh, a grand final medal, and he, he said he was that hung over, he's glad he didn't have to play too long. Right. Wow. Some great stories, obviously. And only only those sort of those sorts of stories could have come from that particular era, it seems, AJT. Eh, Yes, so much sanitation these days, boys. They no. and and to a degree it's required. But you know, back in those days, you some of the stuff. Yeah, like the cricketers, like David Green drinking, I think it was fifty-four cans of beer from Australia to England on the way to an Ashes. That's unheard of. <laughs> I couldn't drink beer for try. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, so, so, so there are some good aspects of days gone by. But obviously, uh, you know, sometimes you need to draw a line in the sand. And blocks of Todd Carney and you know doing what he did and all that sort of rubbish tends to lead uh, things on a different path these days. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, you know, it's going to be one hell of a game. Looking forward to tonight's game, which should be even a, big, uh, even a bigger game, obviously, uh, the grand final next weekend, eh, bro? And, and we've all got to be looking forward to that, eh? Yeah, looking forward to the grand final. I was actually going to go down to Sydney if the storm got in, but uh, been I've got to go to Wellington this, this weekend. My... Oh, long story short, we're setting up a trust for my grandmother, or for my grandparents' land interests, and I've got to be on that trust, so I've got to sign the documents in person. So I'll be watching the grand final from somewhere in, in windy, cold Wellington. Hopefully, I might catch up with a cousin of mine more. Well, excellent. Okay. okay. Now, uh, Reno, uh, what else has been happening around uh, the sporting world there, bro? You wasn't saying on the rugby league, Kopapa, bro. I hope the Warrior girls have a yes. win today uh, over the much-favoured Broncos girls. Will be tough, and if they win that, they'll book themselves yes. in the uh, grand final next Sunday, bro. Mm. Mm. So let's hope uh, they fell apart at home last Sunday against the uh, Dragon Girls, yep. and just didn't weren't, weren't even in the play there. But um, yeah, let's hope they can uh, do it, and it will be tough, bro, up against the uh, Bronx Girls. But see what happens. Absolutely. Uh, anything else happening, bro? No, nah, that's it. Pretty well, did quite pretty well dominated in our country by the Rugby World Cup. Uh, a massive hiding last night in the Midas 10 Cup. Uh, the Marcos, uh, good job. Yes. Came into the uh, Auckland team. Yeah, I love that game. <laughs> but um, yeah, every time I see Auckland get in bed and go, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, all good, mate. Uh, a lot of rugby, pretty well predominantly rugby in the build-up to the NRL Grand Finals. Um, a lot of talk around the netball getting ready for the Constellation Cup. Uh, Noel's back with his silver ferns. Uh, yeah, it's all predominantly rugby, mate. Okay, true enough. Uh, what have you got oh, for oh, us? Sorry, sorry, I got one, one, one thing. I just mentioned this young kid. I look out, look out for this young kid from West Auckland. Uh, he's uh, West Indian background as well. Jerome Mandela uh, Papaloni, a name to uh, think about when it comes to boxing. So just remember that name, Papaloni. Okay. okay. Uh, what have you got for us, uh, the JT? Yeah, just half a minute. The uh, the Rugby League and over 35 tournaments starts here today on the Gold Coast. Over 100 teams from across New Zealand, Australia, the Pacific. And I think there's 24 or 5 teams that have come here from the UK. Oh. So, uh, big run around for the old boys. Wow. So, I won't be running too hard, hopefully. A, little, a lot of 60 and 70 year olds still playing and having a bit of a you know, throw in. It's just an excuse to have a beer, I think, for these old boys. Yeah. And local league, the uh, Interest Super Cup Grand Final tomorrow. Uh, the Gold Coast side, Burley Bears, take on the winner Manly Seagulls. Very proud club winner Manly. Wally Lewis and Greg Dowling and you know the likes of them. Gene Wiles all play for winner Manly. So it's a big grand final there tomorrow. And I did have one other, but I've forgotten because I'm a professional. <laughs> oh, yeah, OK. Well, sorry, for the other half of Australia that, that, that don't really care about rugby league, it's the big AFL grand final today. Richmond Tigers, a traditional Victorian club. Uh, the MCG are playing the Radio Western Sydney Giants from obviously from Sydney. So uh, Victoria versus New South Wales team for all those from the dead water parts of Australia that follow AFL. It's their big day today. They should get a hundred thousand MCG. Oh wow! 
Oh, wow. Awesome stuff. Well, just just uh, very quickly. Now, um, over the next couple of weeks, of course, we've got Tuya 250. Um, up on Kaiti Hill, they've uh, put laid down uh, what's called uh, Timaro. I, I, I can't really explain what it is. It's something that's uh, beautifully designed. I guess that will be welcoming to uh, the flotilla. Now, we've got a special flotilla that will be coming in here into the district, into poverty, into the bay on um, the 8th of October. And there are going to be these certain commemorations and celebrations taking, place, uh, taking part as um, part of Toya 250. So um, just want to remind people, stay tuned to Tūrang FM. We'll be giving you updates throughout the next couple of weeks. We've also got the Tairawhiti, um Arts Festival coming up during the first two weeks of October, or three weeks of October, I think, as well. So um, certainly be listening on for all of that. Well, that is pretty much us here on our, our show, on, on full time. There's only one... Well, one more final little thing that we uh, usually do, and that is what we call... Put the boot in! My put the boot in is going out to, um, I don't know, to to these um, people who are in particular complaining about... um, these particular celebrations about um, the the boat having this boat coming into uh, the Tairawhiti area, or not even that maybe, but um, there's just a huge amount of people that obviously are in very much disagreement with having the replica endeavour coming to New Zealand. And the only complaint I have is the fact that um, you know it's part of New Zealand history having the endeavour come in here as a replica, still part of New Zealand history. That's something that you can't really deny. So to people complaining about the endeavour coming into our shores, it's my... Put the boot in! Yeah, my boot's going into all those naysayers who uh, you see them on social media all over the place uh, who were running down that uh, that young Swedish girl, Greta Thunberg, mm-hmm. I think. Look, at first and I saw her speech uh, to the United Nations... Uh, you know, supporting our our planet and, and the future direction of it, I thought it was rather over dramatic, and uh, I thought uh, you know it was a bit of a try hard speech. Then I sort of changed my tune and, and started thinking, well, her heart's in the right place, and if there's a lot of uh, you know future generations that think like her, maybe there is hope uh, for our world. And secondly, English is a second language, Swedish being her first, so it's always different or it comes out different the way you express uh, your views and you're doing it uh, in another tongue. So, uh, yeah, to all those naysayers, uh, you know, they need to check uh, their outside and uh, make sure that, uh, you know, our world is uh, is better for the for the future. That's my put, put the boot in! Yeah, I might put the boot in. Uh, I was gonna, wasn't going to do one, but I will now. Just the Irish publisher talking about the haka. We covered it off in the uh, show. So haka is part of our game. It's part of our culture. And uh, just got to get over it and anyone who uh, wants to criticise it, and especially those who disrespect it when the boys are doing it. doesn't matter what code or sport or who individual it is. It's just what it is. But uh, there you go. Just the Irish publisher, mate. Short and sweet. Put the boot in! Yeah, well, my last put the boot in is going out to the circumstances, whatever it were, or the people, or the persons, or person that caused our captain to think that he had to, to feel that he had to, to leave and retire. I think it's an absolute joke. If something's not broken, it doesn't need fixing. That's mine. Put the boot in! Thanks there uh, for that, JT. Oh, well, uh, that is pretty much our put the boot. Tell you what, though, um, I, I agree with you, Ra, and, and I don't usually. I don't usually. Um, you know, because you're finishing up, Keithy, that's why you're starting to feel a bit, uh, a bit sorry. But hey, look, I'm like you. I'm, I agree with you. Uh, you'll uh, you'll think so. Look, we had to save it for what possibly the last show to sort of uh, you know be on even Stevens sort of thing. But uh, look, people are entitled to whatever you know they they, they want uh, the opinions etc etc. But I was going to quote the saying from uh, the legendary Nelson Mandela. He spent all that time in jail. He said something about the past and the future, uh, but I can't find it. But it was quite appropriate for the celebrations that, uh, that are coming up uh, to the effect of never forget your past. We can never yes. forget our past. 
but uh, something to do with uh, looking forward to the future and our next generations, you know. Otherwise, if you dwell too much in the past, uh, you really don't move very far. No, that's absolutely right. And I think we do need to reflect on it. And, and, and uh, you know, the endeavour coming to our shores is part of our history, whether we like it or not. And obviously a lot of people do uh, don't like it, but we've still mm. got to, you know, kind of like lug it, you know, their boat I came mean, to. Never forget what, what, what happened to our, our people back, you know, when they came on. We, we, we'll never forget that. That's etched in history. But, uh, you know, for our, for our up-and-coming ones, um, it's always sort of, Good to look at something positive, and you know, if possible, to turn a negative into a positive. Otherwise, you're dwelling around with an attitude for the rest of your life. Yes, I completely, completely agree with you. I mean, it's just uh, unbelievable how. And when you were talking about this girl, now I'll be honest. I, I mean, I do agree in part, and most for the most part, I agree with um, what she is saying. Um, mm. I'm not saying that I'm a big advocate of, um, you know. Uh, all these protests and that. Not that I'm I'm against the protesting or anything, but um, it's just for me, uh, for, you know, to, to, for an, to an extent, they're going a little bit further than maybe what is necessary. But having said that, I do agree with what she has to say, and the fact that there are absolute, how can you put? It? I want to put it in a nice way. There are just some absolute. Um, Idiots, yes, some absolute mm. idiots who were running that young girl down in what she was saying. Now, I'm not saying that I completely agree with her, but I will say there are some absolute idiots that were well, running... People, in- you, you know, they have their opinions, and fair enough, that's the world we live in. And when I first saw her, I thought, well, this girl would make a good actor. She's such a Hollywood, when she was <laughs> expressing herself. But in retrospect, when you sort of, you know, have time to think about what's said, and, uh, you realise, yeah, your heart's in the right place. Um, and being a second language speaker, um, if we try to say something in Japanese or German or whatever, we'd probably try and sort of push the envelope just to get the message over. So it did come across as rather, you know, too in your face. But, uh, hey, your heart was in the right place, I suppose. Absolutely. Now, uh, just finally, want to remind people, go onto our, fa- our full-time Facebook page uh, to go and check out our episodes. Uh, also, you can check out, uh, uh, we're also on Stitcher, Spreaker, Anchor FM, Google Podcast, CastBox, YouTube, Tumblr. We're also on, um, uh, what do you call it, iTunes. We're also just recently being added to Spotify. We're still working on getting on um, something tube. For um, Rena. <laughs> Jeez, Kizzy, you, you'd think with all those, uh, you know, we've got our, our finger in all those pies, we'd, we'd be rolling in the millions of dollars through royalties. <laughs> not yet. It's not they rolling in. getting all of it. <laughs> so, sorry, it was something hub. Hey, 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 um, hey, hey Reno, you wanted us oh. to get on to um, something hub. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, bro. No, no. But I, I've got your login, so that works now. <laughs> Anyway, nothing left to say but a big thank you. Uh, in particular, going out to our guests. It's been just absolutely wonderful being able to one work with uh, these um, mighty men who have joined us uh, here on full time and given it up their time. None less than a guy who has come in and out of New Zealand. He's coming back to New Zealand after being here what less than a week ago. So a big, uh, big that, those those royalties are probably less than the money <laughs> <laughs> anyway, big thank you for joining us on full time over the what is it about almost two years? I think it's been AJT. Eh, yeah, nearly a couple of years. Thanks to you, Captain Keithy. I must thank also my mate Ra Walker from many many years ago. He uh, <laughs> was the only one that introduced me to the hookup, and also to Reno for his insight into sports. So this is my last uh, contribution to full time in his current format. It would be certainly without Captain Keithy. I'd like to say it's been a pleasure and a joy. And it's sad that it's coming to an end. I've really thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, even though Daylight Savings was coming up, I was looking forward to getting up at half past five and talking the cuckoo with you, boys. So, you know, all the best, Keithy, in your future endeavours. And um, Godspeed, brother. Cheers, bro. Also, it's also been wonderful, as we always do, catching up with uh, Reno Wilkinson, who has been with us for, well, quite some time. i tell you what, full-time wouldn't be full-time without you, bro. Mate, mate, it's all about you. Uh, the pleasure's been all mine. Look, I just ramble off whatever I want to talk about. Everyone knows my passion when it comes to sport. And the platform you provided and asked me to be part of, Keith, the uh, credit to you, my friend. As Sean Fitzpatrick has always said back in the uh, rugby terminology. 
But Keith, I just uh, thank you, uh, Tūranga FM, uh, this opportunity to be part of the show. I've enjoyed it over the years gone by, and hopefully we've brought something that's uh, got it out there in our passion and our wisdom to sport. Just want to wish you, mate, uh, all the best. Uh, everything going forward to you, my friend, and another old head moving out from the industry, eh? Yeah, I've seen a few of those gone by. Look, I'm 30 years in the industry, and I'm not that far following you, I would guess, my friend, but... Um, yeah, it's a changing industry. Um, you've done what you've done with your mahi at uh, Tūranga FM. We've caught out for a... Uh, well, you have had a few more ales than me, but <laughs> we've celebrated success with the station a few years back as number one throughout the motu. You can't take that away from yourself, Keith, uh, and your team. Uh, as you always spoke about, it's not about an eye, it's a team. And you're a team man, you're a captain, and you've brought so much to our show on a Saturday morning. So, Keith, acknowledgement to you, my friend. Cheers, bro. It's been awesome being able to work with you uh, as well there, Reno. Our last word going to go to um, one of the founders of uh, this illustrious show of ours, eh, Ra Walker? Oh, Kizzy, look, I'll tell you, it's been, a, it's been an exceptional journey, bro, and, uh, you know, to all the boys, I'd like to, to thank them for their contributions. Uh, you know, without it, the show wouldn't have been uh, what the it success is. Uh, yep. it has been, and uh, more importantly to our listeners out there, sorry for sort of uh, boring you all to, uh, to death over the, the past uh, few years, the whole two of you, um, but, uh, you know, your, your sort of uh, valued uh, sort of input and, uh, you know, just being out there listening to us rambling on about this and that, has always been appreciated. And look, one thing I know about uh, Never Say Never, Keithy, is I think uh, Full Time went to a bit of an exodus hiatus a few years back, and then it returned. So all I'm going to say is watch the space because you never know what happens in life. Uh, Full Time may come back uh, rebranded as this time or that time or half time, who knows? Um, so Never Say Never. And uh, to you for holding the show together and, and the boys for, you know, for, for, for being a part of, uh, I was going to say, about as successful a sports team as the All Blacks and, uh, and the Storm. So, uh, no, to everyone, uh, have a fantastic day. Have a great summer. And uh, watch the space. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> FM.